Okay, welcome to another episode of Kindred Conversations. We are so excited today to be joined by Sierra Levitt, all the way from Maui. Thank you so much for coming on this episode with us, Sierra. Hi, guys. I'm excited. Um, So we're just going to quickly start off with what we're grateful for, and then we'll get all into Sierra and what she's here to talk to us about. So, Sierra, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um. What I'm grateful for, I've actually started a gratitude journal over the past year of trying to like be grateful and I like, I go back and forth with it. I'm like good at it sometimes, but lately something that I've been grateful for is just the simplicity of every day. I feel like we try to be like so busy in our lives, but I've just really have been like honing down on being simple and just like hanging out with my kids or walking outside and doing like nothing, you know, with my kids, but doing nothing feels like a lot for, for myself and for our family. And I'm just so grateful for the simple moments that I've had recently with my kids. I love that. And I feel like we've been talking a lot about how you have to really try and accept those simple, not accept, but appreciate those simple moments. You know, and it takes some work to be able to be present and enjoy that. So totally love that you've got that. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay, I'll go next. I was just thinking, um, I was just putting my kids to bed and thinking, you know, it was honestly like a little bit of a rough night, just like, you know, we're figuring out the transitions. Um, obviously from one to two kids, Miles is, is used to having all the attention and um, he just learned how to get out of his crib tent. So that is like <laughs> a new hurdle that we're going to deal with. But honestly, today I'm just feeling so grateful that I will wake up tomorrow. It'll be a new day and I can start over. And I'm so grateful that kids are forgiving and that I just, you know, I, I'll get to have a fresh start tomorrow. Anyways, that might seem like a little silly, but really I am, I am so grateful that, you know, we get to improve and be better and continue to work on ourselves. And that's also like a simple thing too, you know, like, oh, bedtime's hard, but it's simple. And then like next day it's going to be fine. Yep. Yeah. And tomorrow, it's a lot of magical, you know, yeah, it was a little rough and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow is a new day and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, I am grateful for, um, just this little thought I have had the last couple days. Well, actually I would say it's been, um, sort of like pressing on my mind for the last couple of months, but it really just like formed into a thought today, which is um, just this little story that my mother-in-law has told me a couple of times that um, her second oldest is a girl. And she said that when she was a young child, like maybe six to 10 years old, I believe, she said she was really difficult for those ages um so grumpy and just like kind of angry all the time and just like grumpy at everybody and she said that one day she pulled her aside and she explained to her that when she was grumpy it was like there was mud on her shoes and everywhere she walked around the house she was just leaving mud and it was everyone could see it and it made everyone else upset and grumpy and like it made the whole house dirty and she was saying wouldn't wouldn't it be nice if instead of trudging around the house with mud on your shoes if you could just be like a little ray of sunshine and everywhere you went you shined a light on the people in front of you and you shined light through our whole house and you made everyone feel your warmth and she said that like that thought just like really clicked with her little daughter and 
anyway, that has been, I guess, like, I, it's just been like sitting in my mind for a little while and, um, it's such a simple idea, but I think even as an adult, like that can be a difficult thing to really, um, go from like theory to practice, right. That like, I can be grumpy and all the little things that happen all day can lead me to walk around with mud on my shoes, or I can be a little ray of sunshine and allow my children and my spouse and all those that I come in contact with to feel my warmth and my love. And I've just been so grateful for that thought. It has been like a real um, mindset shift for me. Anyway, so that's my, that's my moment of gratitude. I'm going to use that story. It's like you're covered in mud. Yeah. You're ruining our house. Wait, what a sweet story. I love that. I know. It's so I agree, Sarah. I'm filing that one. Yeah, yeah I'm going to use it. That's awesome. Okay, Sarah. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about you and your family? Yeah. Okay. Want me to go for it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, so like they said, I'm Sierra and my family moved to um Maui, Hawaii almost a year ago now. That's gone by really fast. Well, almost a year ago now. And we just were really wanting more of a simple life. And so we sold like all of our stuff. And I don't think you realize how much you like accumulate over the years. Like we were only married for like five years and but we like owned a home and all these things. And then I'm like, I'm just done with all this stuff, you know? And I just wanted, I think after being like locked in during a pandemic too, and I had a newborn during that time, I just felt like overwhelmed. And I'm like, I just want to restart, like go somewhere where we can just like reconnect as a family. And so we sold all of our stuff and we bought plane tickets and we moved to Maui without knowing a single person on this island. <laughs> and it has oh, been man. the biggest blessing for our family, like ever. We came here and we automatically found this awesome community and it's just been so incredible for our family. Um, so that's where we live. And also about me, I am a recipe creator, like a healthy food blogger, if, but there's like a way to say it that way. Um, and I just love creating recipes and eating dinner as a family. I think that's really important to us too. And it's kind of fun. Paris and I grew up together when we were little, which is fun too. So I'm excited. We have, to talk Siri with you. and I have an impressive archive of horribly embarrassing <laughs> videos. The worst videos ever. <laughs> and my family always finds them like every couple years, like during holidays. And then they make us all watch them. And it's like horrible all over again. And you're like, oh my gosh, what we thought we were so cool and it was so fun. Our lack of like self-awareness in our early teenage years was truly shocking. Yes. I think that's like the best though. I feel like teenage kids are like more self-aware these days. And I'm like, no, you need to be less self-aware. You need to like be so weird. And be so fun. Be awkward. Yeah. Um, but yes, I know Sierra. I've known her forever now. It feels yeah. Like. And um Britt and I have been wanting to do an episode about feeding our kids and just kind of having, I don't know, just like a quick, healthy, yes. so I don't know. Yes. And Sierra, like, she, like you said, you do the, the healthy meals and I just really, really love your mindset. And I love how you talk about food. And um, I feel like you, I, we can learn a lot from you about feeding your kids because you yeah. seem like you've got it dialed in. So we're so excited to ask you some questions. Okay. okay. I'm excited too. First off, we just want to, I mean, this is a little bit vague before we dive into like um, some more like practical tips, but what are your like biggest beliefs surrounding food? 
and values. Okay. My biggest beliefs surrounding food. I don't like to put limits on food. I feel like when you put like limits on food, that is when food can be like a negative thing, you know, where like diets or like big fads can just be like a negative thing. Or I had a friend who I won't say the name of the diet because some people can totally love it. But I had a friend who was doing this sort of tracking type of diet and she started getting into more of like um, food awareness. And she's like, this doesn't seem like a good long-term thing. She's like, now I look at certain fruits and vegetables and I'm like, oh, I can't eat carrots because there's too many sugars or whatever. And she's like, that to me is bad. And I was like, I agree. Like we shouldn't look at fruits and vegetables and be like, oh, I, I can't have that many carrots or I, I shouldn't eat a banana, you know? And I just think food should be like a well-rounded balance and especially like fruits and vegetables, like healthy food. I don't think we should limit those. And that's like my biggest thing with food. I'm like, let's not limit the good stuff. You know, the stuff that's going to like make us healthy and live longer or get stronger. That's like my thing that I hold strong to the most is don't put limits on good food. That's perfect. I love that. Um, so this is another broad question before we yeah. get into details, but what's your philosophy when you're feeding your kids? Okay. So same kind of thing with, I don't like to mark foods like good and bad. I'm like, I want them to love everything. Like if you have ever seen my Instagram or anything, I make cookies like twice a week. Okay. <laughs> and like, we eat them all the time. Like I love desserts too. And I want my kids to enjoy desserts too, but I also want my kids to enjoy color for colorful foods and to be like, I love broccoli, you know? And so I just try to do a well-rounded balance with them too. And I try to like stay away from like little kid food, you know, cause I'm like, Oh, if we only eat little kid food, then they're never going to eat other food. Totally. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's something that I've really tried to do. And it, I, I think some days can be like discouraging when yeah. you remind, when you're, when you're telling yourself that like, it's worth it to try to feed your children the same thing you're eating. And sometimes it's difficult, you know? Yeah. Totally. But I think, I think it's one of those things where it's like the payoffs in the long run. You know? Yeah. You may not see the payoff today or tomorrow, but I do think it pays off in the long run. Yeah. It will totally be worth it. Okay. So I have a question for you. How, because I agree, like I love the cookies, love yeah. vegetables, and I want to raise children that love them all. Um, but how do you get them to eat their vegetables when there's also a cookie option? Because that's something that I really struggle with. And I feel like you do that really well. So I want all of your advice, please. So, well, one thing that we do as a family is that we eat together. Like if I'm having breakfast, we eat breakfast together. We eat the same things, like same thing with like lunch and dinner. So like my kids see me eating this too, you know, and they see me eating my good food bef before I had like this cookie, you know, or if I'm like, you know, what? I just woke up and I'm going to have a cookie first. You guys can have it too. And we'll eat it together. And then we're going to go eat real breakfast, you know, but we do it together. Cause I feel like you have to lead by example. Right. If I'm like, yeah. okay, you get to eat your healthy breakfast, but I'm over here in the kitchen eating cookies by myself. Then they're going to be like, this is not good, you know? Yeah. And so that's something I've tried to like hold really strong to is that we have to eat together. And I feel like that's also like a habit that is not very common in our society anymore. Like people are like, I'm so busy. Like we don't have time to sit down together as a family. And that's something my mom 
always made like a point to do like no matter our schedules we always had dinner together you know even we're all in high school like that's what we did no matter if we had sports or whatever our schedules were and that's something i really want to hold strong to so i feel like when you're eating with your little kids and they're seeing what you're eating you just have to lead by example and then slowly they'll be like oh what are you eating you know or like that looks good i'm like the same things on your plate like let's eat it together you know it's just i just like a a habit you have to create as a family. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because we've been having um, a little bit of issues in this area. I just have like a sweet classic toddler. Relatable, relatable. Yes, yes like the other day I was like, Miles, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, um, quesadillas or mac and cheese or that. And I'm like, I swear, like you were like six, I mean, you were like a year old and you're eating like curry and vegetables and like fresh <laughs> And I like feel like I taught you all these healthy habits. Like, how do you even, like, how are you so, how do you know that that's what toddlers are supposed to like? Right. Like, like, so upset on their food. Yes, I mean, obviously he's had those things and I've given him those things. And yeah, like every mom. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, like, how did I get to this point where that is all you will eat? I would like, anyways, but um, and I've been noticing our breakfast, I will give him breakfast and then I will try and get things done because it's like he's occupied and I yeah. have 8 million things to do. Um, and I was thinking that earlier today, actually, I need to be sitting down and eating with him because otherwise he's not eating. He's not eating and it's affecting, it's starting to affect his habits. And it's just such a good habit to eat as a family. And so yeah. I think even like breakfast and lunch, like yeah eat better if I he sees me eating so thank you for that tip of course we needed it I also <laughs> so I've got something that stood out to me from what you said too um it reminded well okay it was the idea that you were saying like if I'm gonna have cookies in the morning like they get cookies too you know like we're eating together <laughs> we and did this from- morning I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> I made cookies last night we ate them for breakfast too okay I, I love, love that, that. And it reminded me of this thought that Paris shared on a previous episode, I believe. And it was something um, that I think it was a family conversation that Paris had had with her family about um, how you want to, you have like all of these um, sort of just like internal guidelines for how you want to feed your children. And then it's so difficult to follow yourself. Sometimes you even put stricter guidelines on yourself or other times you like, I'm like, I'm an adult. I can eat ice cream all day long if I want. And rather than like really, um, I think the internal guidelines that we use for our children are all based off of love. It's like how, you know, I love you and I want you to be healthy and I want you to feel good. So we're going to fill your body with these really good things. And then sometimes we will eat something for fun that maybe isn't as nutritious, Yeah. but, but with ourselves, we kind of lose that love. Like we put other guidelines on for other reasons. Anyway. So the whole idea was like, I'm going to treat I'm going to treat myself the way that I would treat a child, like in, in terms of, um, of eating. Anyway, it was a really interesting thought. And you sharing that you are eating the same things as your kids is like a very, um, tangible, practical way of doing that. You're literally thinking about the fact that your kids are going to be eating the same things as you. And so obviously wanting to feed all of you, um, really nourishing, healthy foods. I just, I really love it. Um, okay, Sierra. So just a very practical question. What are some of your go-to breakfast, lunches, snacks? Snacks. So I, I'll start with lunch because I feel like lunch can be like hard for a lot of like people to be like, okay, like 
for out during the day and you come home like hurry let's make lunch type of thing yeah it's for so lunch we, hard. yeah it is so hard especially if you're like at the park <laughs> all day or you just they've just been like snacking you know yeah. and so lunch almost every day for lunch i'll do like a snack board i'll make like a huge board and i'll just add like tons of like fruits or vegetables or crackers or even like chips with like veggies you know just like tons of stuff but then it's like I'm placing it in front of them and I feel like doing that gives them more like food freedom too. And they're choosing like, oh, this is really fun. Mom's letting me choose what I want to eat. And that way my kids have tried so many more things that way. Cause it's not like, I'm like, Hey, you have to eat this. You know, it's like mom is giving us a choice and I'm huge on snack boards for lunchtime. Cause then like I'll eat them too. And we just sit there together or I am able to get things done. If, I give them the snack board and they're like, okay, it's a free for all on, on lunch. So that's what we do for lunch almost every day. Breakfast, it kind of changes for us, but we, we do tons of smoothies and smoothie bowls, especially during like, I guess we're like endless summer now, but when we lived in a colder place, that was like what we do during the warmer months. But I'm also big on, on pancakes and eggs. I feel like that's so fun for kids too, especially when pancakes feels like a treat to them, but you can make it a healthy breakfast, you know? So we do that. We do a lot of fruits and smoothie bowls, pancakes, and avocado toast. My kids think that is so fun. And so the thing that we eat the same, but sometimes I'll prepare it differently for them. You know, like I'll have like a big piece of toast and theirs is like cut into to squares, you know? So some people are like, well, my kid can't can't like hold like a piece of toast yet. So that's like the only like difference when we're eating together. Sometimes I'll just serve it a little differently and then it's still easy for like little hands. And I would just stick to like easy breakfast. They don't need to be like this extreme thing. You know, I, I get them the plates that have like separators too. So it, it feels like fun for them to still choose what they're eating around their plate. And we stick to like a fruit on one, you know, or and then pancakes and then like something else on the other but they're all just simple things for your kids, but are good. No, I love that. I, and it is simple, but I think a lot of times we get stuck in a rut or yeah, totally doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. like, what else, what else even do yes. to eat besides <laughs> the thing that I'm like, so stuck in the habit of making. Totally. And we always I think moms are like, Oh, just do cereal, you know, but then yeah, like right. your kids are like hungry, like 10 minutes later, you know, like yeah. cereal, like does not, fill up even like it never fills me up anytime I'll have like cereal I'm like okay I'm starving you know and so that's something like I never buy cereal like I buy cereal for like a treat every once in a while and then my kids like devour it in a day so that's like also why I don't buy cereal because then it's like (laughs) this is the best thing ever you know they just want like bowl after bowl um so I just stay away from like once again kind of like kid food because kid food's not good really the food that like fills them up you know and it's not necessarily like a fun food in the end anyways I think too sometimes we don't give kids enough credit yeah oh it's right kid food this is what they'll like which I think I mean what kid doesn't like kid food right and sugar but if that's all we offer them then like we're never giving them the chance to really prove that they do like other things yeah like you totally we went to a friend's house for lunch and um she made him like a little mini pizza and grapes and she cut up cucumbers too and um she was like do you think miles eat these cucumbers and i was like oh i wish i could say i'll eat them but he's not gonna eat the cucumbers anyways then i like last minute just was like i'm just gonna give them to him because at least he'll like 
be exposed to them. Yeah. They'll be on his plate. And if he doesn't need them, he doesn't need them. Anyways, and so he ate the cucumbers. And I was so happy and pleasantly surprised, you know? And like, That's awesome. I didn't like cucumbers, but you know? Yeah. He did. And maybe tomorrow he won't. But I, it was a good reminder to me to keep offering. Yeah. That he needs to try. Totally. That's why I do like snack boards again for like lunch because that's how I expose them to like so many new things. And if, and when I hand it to them too, I kind of explain to them, like you have apples, you know, cucumbers, whatever. So they know what I'm putting on there. And then if they don't eat something, then you're like aware of like, okay, what did they not eat or what did they not like, like as much. And then you can keep slowly adding that in again on each tray. Yeah. I love that. I definitely agree that we don't give kids enough credit. We're like, oh, they're just going to like crackers, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. That's it, you know? Which I'm sure like that more. they would like crackers, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like who doesn't like crackers? I got a message a couple days ago from, from a follower. It was after like I shared like my kid's dinner plate and she's like, okay, how do you actually get your kids to like eat? And so I like went through the process we were just kind of talking about and she's like, okay, because my husband's always just like, three-year-olds aren't going to eat this food, you know? And I'm like, well, if you tell the three-year-old they're not going to eat that food, then they're not going to eat that food. But like you can, your, your three-year-old can learn to love good food too. It's just creating that habit. Like if you just automatically from the beginning are like, this is how we eat, then they'll like learn to create that habit too, you know? Totally. Um, okay. You went over breakfast and lunch. I'm curious about snacks. What kind of snacks do you keep do you mix it up? Do you have like go-tos? Do the things that you offer for snack boards, are those just what you have for snacks? Um, what do you do about snacks? And then dinners. Oh yeah. Okay. So snacks, so we're usually gone most of the day. Like we're outside somewhere. And so I pack snacks with us and I like never buy processed snacks anymore. Like I feel like that was such like an easy thing to like throw this in, but I started noticing my kids were like still more hungry and so things that I pack, I pack like tons of fruit and vegetables. I pack nuts. Like I didn't realize my kids love nuts so much until like this year. And like nuts alone, that's going to fill them up for so long, you know, <laughs> but my kids love cashews and I'll pack like dried mangoes, stuff like that, or popcorn. Like my kids love popcorn too. And so it's like fun snacks. And then I realize that we stay outside longer. Like if they're actually being filled up on like good snacks, then we like, they're happier, you know, longer throughout the day. And they're not like as grumpy by the end of the day when I'm just like handing them like a bag of chips, you know, then they're like grumpy by the end of the night. Okay. Also, sorry, I'm going to answer partly for you. <laughs> I've also seen you post, you do smoothies in like a, in a, like a hydro flask. Oh yeah. That's I pack them everywhere. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Almost every day I'll pack a hydro flask full of smoothies and my kids love smoothies so much. And like, you can pack so many healthy greens in there and they have no idea like you know like, like I have like two green. cups of spinach yeah yes and they think it's cool that it's green half the time or even if they're like why is this green they can't tell the color if it's in a hydro flask you know they just know <laughs> it's like this That's awesome cool. smoothie and they're like so pumped you know to have it so I do yes thanks for reminding me I do that a ton and packing like non-processed like snacks I may have to actually have to like, prepare them takes like an extra like three to five minutes, you know, yeah. and it's worth it because then like everyone is like full, you know, throughout the day and happier. Okay. I love but that. It saves money too. Yeah. Oh, it, it saves so much money. And I feel like if I have just like, so my kids love fruit snacks, probably like every toddler in the world. And anytime I have 
fruit snacks in our house. I'm like, that's all they want. And that's all they would ask for. And so I stopped buying fruit snacks. I'm like, I'm not buying fruit snacks anymore because if we have that in our pantry, then that's all you want, you know? And I had friends ask me before, like, okay, you have, my kid will only eat macaroni and cheese. Like, what do you do? And I'm like, we'll stop buying macaroni and cheese. Like right. if you have it, then they know that you have it. If it's not even an option, then they'll explore other options, you know, and realize they like other things. Totally. This has been a discovery I had. Paris and I talked about this previously. After, it was after the holidays. Us and a bunch of other friends were all having this dilemma at the exact same time. <laughs> Weird coincidence right after the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Where we were all like snacks. Like are snacks the enemy? We were just like, that's all our kids yeah. want all day long. They're asking for snacks. You're like, no, we're having breakfast. We're like, no, mom, I want a snack. And yeah, it's like, you're how like, did snack <laughs> come to mean like something really sugary? Like, yeah. You're like, anyways, what so at that time I was like feeling like, man, what do I do? And this snacks that like had once been like helpful for me were just like becoming a nuisance because Brooks yeah. was bugging me about them all day or he was climbing up the pantry shelves by himself and, and I'd have figure to figure out how to open it. them. Yes. And it's a drug. <laughs> yeah. Turn into a tantrum. Like it was just really difficult. So that was like, that was my way of dealing with it. Like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to have anything in my house that I don't want them to have at any given time. Yeah. And so our snacks really became like, they went back to just the basics, you know, apples, bananas, and carrots. And it was like the best, best gift to myself where it I didn't really feel like is. it had to be a war all day long. It wasn't a battle anymore. No, which is funny yeah. because you buy them for your kids, but it does end up, it does end up being a battle a lot of the time. So I love that idea. Also the Hydrofast smoothie is just like such a game changer. You will um, love it. And then I, I also, you said something else that I thought was interesting that literally today was my observation. So you talked about how, when you give them more filling foods that you're able to stay out longer. Yeah. And just today, usually, I mean, I think a lot of moms can relate to this. Usually um, that like 4.30 to 6 o'clock can be really difficult. And yeah. I love, love, love to bake and to cook. And I actually had really ripe bananas today. So I was so excited to make banana muffins. Um, but it feels very hit or miss with whether or not I'll actually be able to do that in peace or if I'll have two too many kids, very needy children at my legs while I'm doing it. Anyway, um, they woke up from naps and actually had trail mix snack. And it was fun too, because Brooks was like asking me the different, um, nuts, like what's the difference between the peanut and the cashew. And like, anyway, so we like laid all the pieces out so he could say what they were. And, um, he was feeding them to Wells, which I mean, the choking hazard with the almonds, but anyway, <laughs> so, so, um, they were just like doing this trail mix. And then, um, we didn't leave our house until six o'clock for dinner. And it was really interesting. I was saying to my husband, he like came up from work at five o'clock and we were just like, we were watching March Madness and I was baking muffins and the boys that are, um, sliding glass doors open and the boys were just like running in and out and playing in the backyard and not like, it just felt like we were all kind of like doing our thing and like enjoying our time, but we were spending it together. And it was the this like most valuable. I said to my husband, like, this is my very, very favorite time that we have. It's like when we're all kind of like doing our thing, but we get to do it together. together. Yeah. And the thing that was so interesting, my one observation was, I think they're so happy because they're not starving. I think yeah. that is usually why they are at my feet from 4.30 to 6 is they're hungry. And they're because so they grumpy. And it's like, give them like something the world. 
Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, they ate nuts and they were full and they were totally happy and they were able to like entertain themselves. Anyway, so I thought that was a really interesting point that that you said you've noticed that you're able to stay out longer. I think that's like such a helpful tip for moms. Yeah, I love that because it's totally like changed my life. I think about like when I give my kids, I'm like, okay, I need to get stuff done. Let's watch a movie, you know? And yeah. then I feel like when the movie goes like, turns into like three movies, then they're like in the worst moods ever. And I'm like, okay, this was like backfired, you know? Like, I should have never given you a movie, you know? <laughs> one. And I look at that with food, you know? I'm like, cause I love sugar too. And I'm like, when they're like hyped out on like food, that's not going to make them feel great in like an hour, you know, then it like ruins everything. Like, <laughs> like dang it. Totally. I just stuck to other stuff, you know, but it's just creating that habit as a family. And I feel like having like your spouse on the same team with you too, you know, to be like, okay, no matter their age, like they, we eat as a family, you know, besides when they're like, you know, new babies, you know, when they can't like eat yet, but when they're at the age where they understand food more, it's like, let's do it together. And let's, let's have fun together, which goes into dinner. Yeah. Dinner has been really important to me for forever. I think so. My parents got divorced when I was a teenager and having family dinner, my mom, I think that was her way of like being like, okay, we're still a family, you know, we're still a unit, us kids and me, we're a unit, you know, and that family dinner, like, even though it's like teenagers at the time, you're like, I just want to like go hang out with my friends or like be in my room, you know, she was like, okay, no phones and this is what we're doing. And now as an adult, I appreciate that so much. And I see like, okay, this, this needs to be important to my family too. And even trying to do that with like little kids. And so for our dinner stuff, so I do, I do meal plans. That's what I do. I send out meal plans every week to people and they're well-rounded meals. So we have like taco nights and we have pasta nights and we have pizza nights on Friday and like family favorites. We go through a different thing every night. And so your kids are exposed to different things too. And they don't need to like everything and it doesn't need to like offend me, you know, like it or offend like any parent, like they're little kids and they'll learn to like, like things too. And I just think keep creating that family habit, you know, like we're going to eat together and we're going to try food. Like we're just going to keep trying, you know? And so sometimes going into like the thing of like, Oh, how do you get your kids to eat food? We like kind of make it a fun game sometimes, you know, like crew my my four-year-old he's obsessed with lightning mcqueen so we're like okay we're gonna race it like and if you can eat it the fastest you know like goes into your mouth like he thinks it's so cool you know so it's stuff like that and or we're like okay just just try one bite and if you don't like it then you don't have to have any more and like 90 percent of the time after he tries it he's like oh yeah that's good and i'm like i told you <laughs> like you just had to try it <laughs> and now one of his favorite foods is broccoli and i'm like okay a four-year-old like loves broccoli like but you would have never known unless you're like okay just try it once you know so i think that's kind of something that we've done too is that just try it once if you don't like it then like you don't have to have it anymore yeah. but i also don't make i like totally am so against making separate dinners for my kids like that is something I will never do. It's like one, it puts way more work on you as a mom. You're like, I just cooked this full meal and you like, you don't want it. So I always say like, well, this is the only thing that's yeah. for dinner. Yeah, totally. I'm like, well, this is the only thing that's for dinner. So you can eat this or you can go to bed like hungry. You know, you're not going to get snacks or anything. And so you can always see that I like, kind of ponder it, you know, and they sit there for a little longer and eventually <laughs> they eat it, you know, because we've created that habit. And if it's like a new habit you have to create, then it may take a little time, but they'll get it, you know, and they'll realize, okay, this is what mom made us. 
Like this is what we're going to eat for food. You know, this is what's going to be our dinner. And then it changes. It's comforting to know that your kids do that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Like my kids totally. There's days where they're like, okay, well, this is not what I like. And I'm like, well, this was your favorite food yesterday. So I do know that you like this. So <laughs> you can get it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's, you get to choose if you want to be hungry or not. And some people can be like, well, that's, that's harsh for like a little kid. I'm like, it's not harsh if you're like saying like, Hey, I'm feeding you. Like, <laughs> this is what I made you, you know, and it's going to help you grow big and strong. And that's just my biggest tip. Do not well, make separate food. <laughs> I feel too, that's something that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. You know, yeah. it's not just like, it'll save you time now, but it's something that like, they'll be grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that I grew up exposed to a lot of different flavors and yeah. vegetables and all these different things, because I don't know, I just made like, I, I don't know. I, I see some foods or I know there are some foods that I haven't liked as an adult that I've had to try to like. And yeah. after trying to like them, I like them. Yeah. And I'm grateful that most foods, like, I already liked. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, it's it, perfect. It makes life more enjoyable. It makes me feel healthier. It makes, I don't know, it's just more fun to like more food too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I grew up like a huge picky eater, which it cracks up like our family now. They're like, wait, Sierra's like the healthy food. Like, she would only eat chicken nuggets growing up. Like, <laughs> that was like me for like ever. And my mom was such a good cook, like amazing cook, but she never made us separate things either. So I would still like try things and eat it, but I was still like, well, it's not my favorite. But now as an adult, like I love food, you know, like I love it. And it's to go to your point, like then you, you actually enjoy food in a different way. And so instead of having like this negative thought with food. Okay. I have another question, which I feel like a lot of moms can relate to. I feel like my biggest problem is just getting stuck in a rut with dinner. It's like you kind of have some go-tos or um, I don't, even just coming up with ideas can be like one of the hardest, right? Like every, my mom yeah. growing up was like, the worst part about making dinner is I can't come up with what to make anymore. Um, anyway, but you come up with meal plans. So how do you avoid getting stuck in a rut? And do you have any tips for moms with like how to come up with meal ideas? Yeah, so I... I loved reading cookbooks for like years, like ever since I hit college, I think so my mom collected cookbooks. So it kind of like hit it in me. So I love, I love looking at different stuff. I love getting inspiration from other people. And I like force myself to try different things, you know, like, Oh, I might not like it. Well, let's just try it. So that's what kind of keeps my inspiration going is to always like try new things. And now I make my own recipes now, but it's like the same thing. Like find someone that inspires you and like foods that might sound good to you or like, your favorite restaurant, you're like, okay, that pasta is really good. Like, how can I create that at home? You know, type of thing where it's like another like dinner that we're having at home that feels like we're eating out type of thing, you know? And um, I just like the biggest thing that helps me with, with dinner is having a meal plan. Like at the beginning of each week, I'm like, okay, what am I going to make for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, go throughout the week? Because then that's the hardest part of dinner is planning dinner but if I already know ahead of time and then I have my grocery list together, then I know every day, okay, Tuesday's taco night, this is what we're making. And you save so much money by meal planning instead of buying all these groceries at the store and then you open up your fridge and you're like, wait, what can I make with these? You know, <laughs> I feel like that happens so often. We're like, okay, I don't even have anything that creates a meal, you know? So meal planning to me is key. That's like totally key. And it doesn't need to be like some like mine's not this like healthy, like fad, like 
meal plan, you know, like strict meal plan. It's a well-rounded meal plan that I do. Like we do eat pasta and some people could be like, well, pasta is like heavy on you. And I'm like, but if you're making them with real ingredients, then that pasta is going to be so good, you know, and going to totally benefit you. And same thing with like, you know, chickens or whatever, all these different meals, you just have to meal plan it out and it will save you. And just trust yourself to like try new things. Even as an adult, you can always try new things and just keep cooking. Okay. I'm feeling like so re-inspired. I feel like, I mean, I, Lola is like almost five weeks now and I haven't cooked at all. <laughs> but you, and you totally have a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the best. I'll take it. I'll take it. But I'm feeling like so re-inspired to get back into cooking and feeding miles better and feeding myself better and just kind of enjoying that part of life again. I mean, yeah. people have taken really good care of us, but I am looking forward to taking care of ourselves again. <laughs> Which is so <laughs> fun too. Okay, Sierra, do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Um, okay, I, I'll have one more thing that I'll share. One of, I got a message a couple weeks ago from someone who had been doing my meal plan and she's like, okay, I think I just, I'm just not a good cook. So like meal plan just like won't work for me. Like I've just never been a good cook, you know? And I'm like, okay, if you have the mindset where you're like, I'm not a cook, then you'll never be a cook. And you just have to keep making food for yourself and your family. And that's how you learn to be a cook. That's how you learn to make food for your kids, for yourself, like for your spouse, for, for anyone, you know, you can't just automatically be like, well, I'm not good at it. So I'm just not going to try. I just feel like with food, just keep trying and just keep trying with your kids and you'll see progress and you might not see it like overnight, but as your time goes and they'll go through phases where your family, you're good eaters. And then there's phases where you're not good eaters and that's okay. Just keep trying because your family's so worth it and your body's worth it. And good food is worth it. I love food and all the sweets in between. <laughs> I just don't put a limit on your food. Just eat it all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Honestly, I feel like that was that, that message is like inspiring and motivating. And along with that, like, I don't feel like these are just words you're saying like i gen i genuinely feel like these tips are super practical and super helpful and it feels like a lot of times when especially um young kids are very like physically demanding and it it feels like you you literally have your hands full yeah it i think cooking a meal and planning out the meals and grocery shopping um can be a little bit discouraging at times. Yeah, and overwhelming. So I really like, I love this message that you're sharing. And I think it's like just the motivation and just like the practical tips that moms need. Yes, that's oh, a perfect good. thought to end on. Thank you so much for coming, Sierra. Also, I just want to plug your Instagram and meal plan for a minute because if you're listening to this right now and you need inspiration, definitely find Sierra on social media because she shares the best ideas the best tips and she'll share pictures of her boards and her breakfast that she feeds her kids. And I know that I've definitely taken inspiration from them. So Sierra, will you tell us what your blog and Instagram name are? Yeah. Yeah. On my Instagram, you can find me at just Sierra Levitt. And also you can just find me at sierralevitt.com. That's where you'll find all my stuff. And I do meal plans. I'm also have a juicing and smoothie ebook. I'm big into that. And I have sourdough guides. I can teach you how to make sourdough bread and everything sourdough and all the health benefits of that too. Hey, awesome. Thank you so, so much. Those will be great resources. 